0: And I think that's the issue is that, like, when the word confrontation is brought up in any kind of context, because I think people just assume that okay, well, now I have to fight with them. Now I have to like attack this person. And it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a very, very simple, smooth conversation. It's just all about how you approach the situation. And like you said, like making sure that your environment feels safe, Mm -hmm. they feel safe. It's neutral. Like you don't have to go in with, well, you do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. There's so many ways that you can bring it up to where it doesn't feel like you're starting a fight. And I feel like that is Mm -hmm. why people are so Mm -hmm. scared of confrontation is because they just assume that it's going to end in a big old fallout and it could very well you never know how somebody's going to take something that you say but at the same time like yeah. if they're truly your friend and they truly care about what you think like hopefully they will receive it in a way of like you're just trying to care for them and help them be the best version of themselves because you love them
1: Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast.
0: I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Welcome back
1: to our podcast. This has been... It's only a Tuesday. (laughs) Let me just get that started real quick. And I already want to end myself this week. I'm already thinking about unaliving myself on Friday. Because I can't... Like, Mercury's not even retrograde. I can't even blame any astrological event on this maybe the full moon maybe i don't know but i i I already just am like over it i mean i know you're probably over it more than i am um because you are you can't see out of your eyes this has
0: been the most (laughs) chaotic day of my entire existence so a (laughs) little story time i Booked a lash extension appointment like months ago. So excited, trying a new place, just trying a whole new experience. Had really high hopes that everything was going to be beautiful and stunning so that my eyes could look beautiful for my photography, for engagement photos, and my wedding. Well, sister friends, your girl is not cut out for the lash extension life. Um, the lash life did not, does not choose you. Apparently,
1: apparently it does. Apparently it does. Actually, it chooses you. You don't choose it.
0: Yeah. It did not choose me. You were not selected this round. I have never been selected. Um, apparently I'm not allergic to the glue. I'm allergic to, let me see if I can say this, cyanoacrylate and it's in every lash adhesive ever to exist. So, um, I look like I got into a fist fight in the middle of like an alleyway. And when I woke up the morning, my eyes were so large. Like it what no what it gives me,
1: and this is and no disrespect to you at all. Like I'm not making fun of you, but this is like the best analogy I can think of. Um, you know how Pete Davidson's eyes look? I see
0: the resemblance. Blaine is like, I can't even look at you because you're in so much pain. And I said, look at this. And it's like, my body just absolutely does not. My mom was like, I think you're having like an anaphylactic response to it because I'm like super stuffy. I'm super tired. My eyes are swollen, red, itchy. Mm-hmm. Um, So that freaked me out because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. That's so hot. So hot, man. It's so so more of the story is I'm getting my <laughs> lashes removed um, and I will just be using mascara yeah. and mascara only for the rest of eternity. So, um, yeah, I just, I tried, I wanted it to work out so badly, but it just didn't. And it's fine. You know, I was talking to Blaine. I was like, I don't want to try so hard to make myself look pretty and then go blind and not be able to see myself looking pretty. So (laughs) I'm just going
1: to get them removed. Mm -hmm. That defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, that defeats the whole
0: purpose. Um, just think of it this way: you will save. I will. I will, money. I will save a lot of money and a lot of my time. And I am still really sad about it because she did a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful job. She sent me the photos. She was like, "I had such high hopes yes. because they look so beautiful," and I was like, "That is a stunning picture." But I'm so sorry. You have to take them off. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, I know. I think Please it's just thank like you. I. I just have okay. very sensitive skin, but I just like must have like just no tolerance for like harsh like I don't want to say mm-hmm. chemicals, but like whatever it is on, on my body, like I just I just cannot tolerate mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I honestly can't believe I've lasted this long with them on because it hurts so bad. I've been like crying over like the pain. So Fun times. Fun times had by mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm.
1: It's gorgeous. Do gorgeous, not tolerate pain girls. to be pretty.
0: Gorgeous, get- gorgeous girls will just take their <laughs> lashes off. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous girls, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. <laughs> are fine being lashless.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing. The whole like no makeup look is in now. So like just embrace the natural beauty. Just you know, someone told me. Someone told me they think lashes are ch- are going to be chewy soon. Mm-hmm. Like lashes extensions.
0: They're and so I was like, pretty. No, I think they're, they're so pretty. Style.
1: Um, no. People have been doing it for years, especially like makeup artists and like movies, like celebrities and stuff like that. Like people have been doing it for years. Like no, I don't think it's going to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's I wish I could do it for years, culture. but I can't. So I know, I know. It's okay. Sorry, third not, time is not the charm. There will be no third time. There are no more times. <laughs> it's
1: fine. We, I understand. It's hard being me. I get it.
0: Beauty is what is that salt like? Beauty is not Beauty pain. Is pain. Beauty is not pain. <laughs> I I told Blaine no. I said I feel like I got plastic surgery done on my eyes and I'm like waiting oh? for the swelling to go down. Like that's the kind of pain oh? I've been in. Where I'm like, I yeah, Lisa. Like, like, why could it not be your lips at least? Yeah, like, that was like, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> No, it's my, the things I literally have to use to see for the entire day. Can you like? I've been had. You have to, like lift your like eyelid yeah, skin on Zoom just and to stuff see all day, and I'm like, and like on my computer doing paperwork for my job, and I'm like, I literally have to close my eyes Mm -hmm. like I just have to take a break from looking so it's just been a really it's been a really long day Mm -hmm. but here we are here we are yeah here we are meanwhile I'm having like a mental breakdown
1: every two seconds um because I just keep hearing uncut jams (laughs) and in the back of my head um if you are not on Side of TikTok that I'm on, which clearly Hannah isn't either because she had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Right, but now it's stuck in my head. Uncle Jams. Uncle Jams. If you (laughs) know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, Julia Fox was on Call Her Daddy last week. And I listened to the whole interview and it was in the background. So like this never like stood out to me, but there was like one time and it's just all over my TikTok feed now. But Alex Cooper like asked her, she was like, do you think you're Kanye's muse? And she said, yeah, maybe a little. And then Alex asked her, so what is a muse? And her reply, which is, this is not the answer to that question at all. But she's like, well, like I was Josh Safdie's muse and uncut jams, you know, so like that a little bit. And for those of you who don't know what the hell I'm saying, I'm saying uncut gems, like gemstones, like uncut gemstones, because uncut gems is the Adam Sandler movie about a jewel thief.
0: Uncut. It sounds like it's not uncut jams.
1: Uncut. Or Uncle Jams, Uncle Jams, Uncle Jams, and so like on repeat in my head, I'm just saying Uncle Jams, Uncle Jams. I just that is where my life is at. I'm on that breaking point that I'm just saying that on repeat. It's fine. I'm 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 still alive, but I am I am in
0: fact barely breathing. The gals are really struggling today. We are struggling. The gals, the gals, guide to a mental
1: breakdown. but regardless of all that I, I i it was really cool to be living in los angeles during the super bowl because if you care about sports at all which we don't uh the la rams won the super bowl and it was really cool to see uh how everybody's like freaking out around here for that my dad is actually the one who pointed out to me that uh the dodgers won the world series and so then the rams won the super bowl and now the lakers just have to win the nba playoffs and then we'll have like we'll be one of the first cities to ever have won like all three in every major league yeah that'd be super cool
0: um we didn't even watch the game. We mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. turned it on for the halftime show, which Can we talk Wait, Oh, can we talk about the halftime show? I felt so old I watching the halftime show. I was so happy and excited the entire time. It was so so good. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. I think it's but one of it was, my favorite ones.
1: I saw something on Twitter that was like um, All the millennials thinking, oh, yeah, finally some music for, like, young people. No Rolling Stones or The Who and shit like that. And then, oh, wait, like, we're no longer, like, the young people. Oh, yeah, definitely not the young people. Like, (laughs) this is how everybody else felt when, like, those bands
0: came on. It's fine. But, like, our music is cooler. Oh, 100%. It was so good. I was like, this is so much fun. And I loved the stage that they created. Like, a big Mm -hmm. old house. Uh, Well, like... If you were on the other fucking side of that shit, you couldn't see yeah, anything. So you were shit out of them, luck.
1: Honestly. And apparently the sound in the apparently the sound in the stadium was awful too. Like if you were like in like the uh, like nosebleeds or whatever, um, they didn't have like the speaker set up to go
0: all apparently, the way. Apparently the cheapest ticket was six thousand dollars. Yeah. That's that what I heard. Yeah. insanity
1: yeah and I, there's so, so many things i could get into i don't want to get into it all that but especially where the stadium is at in los angeles it's fucking stupid for you to be charging that much for tickets like when the studio is like near inglewood and like compton area which is why they had all those artists perform um but that is another topic for another time um what is your captivation that you have right now ali wong i love her i did watch her special like you told me and um last last week's episode
0: yes she is just so funny i think Mm -hmm. i like her stage presence the most like how she carries herself um Mm -hmm. but yeah she's just so funny i've liked every single one of her specials um don wong was funny um so if you haven't watched it you should if you're into her kind of comedy so
1: i think it's really good i liked it a lot um, and it was definitely a nice like laugh and treat. I mean, I always find myself laughing at her content and her stuff. So I thought it was really good. And,
0: uh, this was like the first one she did where she wasn't pregnant. Either. I was about to say, it was so weird. Like <laughs> when she came out she didn't have a big old bump. So yeah, yeah. She's just really cute. And it was fun and it was a fun way to spend Valentine's. We got dominoes delivered and we watched Ali Wong. So it was a fun time. But what is your captivation? I
1: sat at home and had salmon in a face mask. That sounds... Thank you for
0: asking for what I did for Valentine's Day. Sorry. (laughs) I'm glad that you had a good Valentine's Day.
1: Just because I'm not in a relationship, Hannah, does not mean that my Valentine's Day is not equally as important. I saw you bought yourself some flowers. I did. I did. I went to Trader Joe's and bought myself some flowers. And I bought myself some Dove chocolate and some stuff at Sephora. Perfect. And Aritzia. I spent too much money.
0: It's okay. It's okay. You gotta treat yourself. Cause you're the only person that'll treat yourself, you know? At this current moment, mm-hmm. yes.
1: No, but uh, My Captivation is another um Netflix special. It is um no not special, but it's a mini series. It's on Netflix. It's called Inventing Anna. Uh, Shonda Rhimes is the creator of it. Uh, it is based off of the story of Anna Delvey. So it is primarily all all true except for whatever Anna made up. Um, if you don't know about Anna Delvey, she basically scammed, she's a huge scammer. She pretended to be a German heiress and scammed New York City, like out of like almost like a half a, half a billion dollars or something. Um. It was ridiculous amount of money. She pretended to be, like, she, like, came from nothing. Like, her, like, literally came from nothing in Russia. And pretended to be this fake German heiress and, like, lied to everybody. Always pretended to have, like, so much wealth. Constantly, like, tipping people, like, $100 bills. But then she racked up, like, a $30,000 bill at um, Eleven Howard. Um, which was the hotel she was like living at for a couple, um, for like a month or a couple months or so. She, uh, and she racked up a $30,000 bill because when she checked in, there was something going on with the system at the hotel that they didn't take a credit card down at the time. And so she was always going to Le Cuckoo, which is a fresh, a very, very expensive French restaurant in Eleven Howard, always charging everything to her room. But then she would also get, go on these trips and like, you know, her card wouldn't work. And it, it, she would like basically like almost force the other girls to kind of like pay for her like like saying promising that she would pay them back and everything and they had to foot these expensive ass bills and she would also commit a like a lot of wire fraud and that she would write these fake bogus checks for so much money and then she would cash out the checks at another bank before the um checks would bounce Uh, and so she would always, that's how she was always carrying around cash and just, yeah. I mean, like girl, like low key, I'm so interested in that kind of stuff because I mean, as a business person, like her business ideas were really great. Like she had this whole idea of wanting to create, um, this like almost like a Soho house, but more eclectic, more artsy. If you don't know what Soho house is, it's basically like, um, a club, not really a club, but it's like a social, um, club for, um, rich people. Um, and, um, creatives, um, you, it's like a $2,000 a year membership. Um, but yeah she wanted to create something like that in new york city and so she was like amongst like she was hanging out with the like the people of new york city like these rich ass people like who know fucking people in new york and it was just it's really cool to watch and i think Chandra rhymes is doing amazing with it i mean i've been fascinated with this story ever since the article came out in new york magazine and it follows the journalist who wrote the article as well and her relationship and how she got close to anna and was able to like write this whole story um But I mean, I've been fascinated with her since that came out. And like, I wanted to write an article about it. I wanted to write a film about it myself, which is Shonda beat me to it. Um, Like, I think she secured rights for it like two days after the article came out. Um, It was ridiculously um, quick, but she's doing great with it. Uh, It's fine. And yeah, Anna Delvey is out of prison, though, uh, so she is living the life. Now, but I, I don't. I don't think her the life rights she sold them for were that expensive. Um, but yeah, go watch it. It's fascinating.
0: I remember you telling me about this. Like as you were just talking mm-hmm. about it, I was like, wait, I remember us having this conversation. So I need to watch it because that sounds really interesting.
1: Because I know people are gonna watch and they're gonna think like this is scripted and like yeah, it's scripted. But like a lot of it's based off true fucking shit. Like that she actually did and she got away with it for so long. Um, I mean she. She was determined to live this life of luxury, and she did a really good job at it for a bit.
0: People have guts, man. That's all
1: I got to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a hustler. That's for damn sure. But before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Pod and on our personal socials, which we'll also link in the show notes. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button and leave us a five-star review. You can now do that on Spotify in case you weren't aware. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review and a couple comments in our review section. It really does help us out and you might get featured on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. That's about it. We also have a, a book club. You can sign up for the newsletter and everything in regards to that in the show notes as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah that's, I think that's it. it cool sweet uh so this week's episode we don't really ever talk about friendships on this podcast as much as i think we want to and we recently did an episode where we're talking about red flags specifically like in relationships it's kind of what we always talk about i think when you're talking about red flags is a romantic relationship but i, I that's not the only way you're like you're intimate with someone. I mean, I think friendships, platonically, like you know, can be as emotionally safe and physically safe and be as intimate, if not more, um, than some relationships, especially if you're single. Um, but I think a lot of people come with red flags, and I think a lot of people are also easier at forgiving them when it's a friendship versus a relationship, because you're not on the lookout, if that makes sense, when you're um, just talking about friendships. Like you're not, you don't have your guard up in that way. Whereas in your relationship, like you're more keen to looking for these things, but friendships can be just as toxic and friendships can, you know, be just as like if not more honestly like damaging like if there's red flags and toxicity within that because I mean this is somebody like if you're single like you're telling like everything too and you're someone you're having to rely on this person's almost like family in a way
0: yeah and I feel like I feel like people tend to um disregard like red flags in relationships. I mean not relationships and friendships because you're not with that person all the mm. time like when you're in a relationship with somebody, you're with them yeah. mm, a good amount of time. Well, like you're planning like a future with them and like Right, you know, right. Commitment. And I feel like with with friendships you can like not take a break, but like step back from it for a little bit and like, you know, take some time apart and then come back together. And then things are typically like back to normal. Mm-hmm. But with like a relationship, when you're like trying to build a future with somebody and eventually like get married, if that's your plan or you want to build a family, like you don't really have that opportunity to like take a break from them. I mean, you do in the sense of like go and do your own thing or like go take a bath or, you know, whatever. But it's not the same as like you might, you might go like a couple weeks without seeing that friend. Um, And so it might be something that like in the moment it was like, oh, that's annoying, but then you don't really think about it again. And so you just kind of disregard it and you just keep disregarding it until it just continues to pile up. And then it becomes something that is a lot bigger than you can handle. And that's I feel like like that's kind of like what I've noticed people do is they'll like say like, oh, like so-and-so does this and it bothers me, but, you know, it's fine, whatever. You know, I'm not going to see them for a month, blah, blah, blah. It'll be fine by then. And then it's like – Oh, but it happened again and again. And you just, like, keep, like, putting it back on the back burner. Um, And I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, I see it more with, like, friendships than I do with relationships. Whereas people are not willing to uh, compromise for the red flags in relationships as they are in friendships.
1: Would you say that, like, with
0: friendship red flags,
1: then that it's almost harder to, like have that confrontation
0: than it would be in a relationship
1: i mean i know for you 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 hit that shit
0: head on me yeah i do (laughs) um not to like generalize or talk for the majority but i feel like most people don't know how to bring it up to a friend whereas i feel like in a relationship it's one of those like expected conversations like if something doesn't go wrong you like go ahead and have the conversation and kind of come to a compromise. Whereas like, I feel like friends just kind of like take the abuse. It, well, it's almost abuse, like you'd rather like, just go like
1: the ghost, the friend. <laughs> yeah. Way.
0: Or like, yeah. Or like, Oh, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you a week and then things will be back mm-hmm. to normal. Um, and mm-hmm. it's almost like they just like take it and they don't ever say like, you know, this like hurt my feelings or like when you do mm-hmm. this, it makes us feel this kind of way.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: or if you have that friend that's like, I don't know. I can't even think of like a good red flag to, off the top of my head right now. Okay, you,
1: my red flag is that I'm late. <laughs>
0: you are always late, but you've been better.
1: I'm well aware that I'm late. I know. Wait, you haven't seen me. I just mean, in general. <laughs> I'm still late.
0: (laughs) You're still late. I am always still late. You're
1: still late. It's okay. Um, I have poor time management skills because of my ADHD, okay? Sue me. But, like, I'm aware of it, and I constantly am working to change it, but it is hard because time does not exist to me. (laughs) It's hard for me to guess how long it takes for something to get done because I don't have a good gauge of that. I would be an awful timekeeper. Yeah,
0: My red flag is... I can quickly turn into a bitch. <laughs>
1: That's what she would be anger. I'm Aries. a little
0: I'm like quick to anger. I don't like that about myself. And I I'm rec I recognize it now more, I think, as I'm mm-hmm. like I got on this call with you and I was super grumpy. I had literally just woken up from like falling asleep on the couch because my eyes have been hurting so badly. I just need to close my eyes and like a couple mm-hmm. minutes and i was like i'm sorry i was a bitch. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm recognizing it more but like i am a little bit fiery and i am a little bit quick to get like irritated and sometimes that's not mm-hmm. the best thing and that, that could be a red flag for people if um mm-hmm. and i think too like i i'm hiding my my anxiety but at the same time i'm not like i'm i'm a very anxious per- person and sometimes i like exude you don't don't think
1: you are I and then I but I also know you more than a lot of other everyone uh, it's
0: it's funny that you say that because I feel like I'm a very anxious person and I feel like I like wear it and everyone's like no you do a very good job of like masking your anxiety and I'm like oh no I fucking see well um (laughs) yeah so so sometimes people don't like that energy either so I'm sure if you ask Blaine though, he would say that like he could tell. Oh, he can probably. immediately tell when something's wrong, or mm-hmm. if I'm like feeling worried about something. Yeah, um, yeah, it's because we're both constantly like around yeah. you and like talk to you, so I
1: feel like that's probably yeah, but, why. And like
0: for some people, that might be like something that they can't handle. Like if they're also a super anxious person, and then we like feed off of each other, like that could be that could be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think that. Like, I don't think I've ever really been in a friendship where I have brought up, like, a red flag. I can think of one, but other than that, I'm not sure I've ever really brought it up. I feel like I've just pushed it to the side and not really worried about it.
1: I've brought it up, but that was the end of the friendship. Same.
0: Because they didn't (laughs) want to change
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People don't like it when you – if they are not – if they haven't accepted that about themselves, it's not even an acceptance because it's one thing to accept a red flag about yourself and then do nothing to absolutely work on changing that. Um, that's toxic. It's another thing to know you have a red flag and try to better yourself and not do that thing. That is not toxic because it, it, you're, in, you're trying to better yourself, but now everybody is perfect. And then when you mention that to somebody and you bring that up to them, they may not be able to handle that and then they are like you're our awful person and then they don't want to be your friend anymore and I think everybody has their limits with tolerating red flags too and tolerating those kind of behaviors uh with me I have I've ended a ton of friendships uh because or like they've ended it with me saying that I was toxic and I was like okay if you think that I am if you think that I have these red flags, I'm not gonna know to better myself or to fix that area of my life if you do not communicate that with me. If you just think that, I, if you just like ghost me as a friend or if you just um, because of something that I did or if you don't like something and you wanna savor the friendship, I I can't grow. I can't change unless you address it because I may not notice it. I might be not, I think I'm self-aware, but I may not be that self-aware where I'm not noticing like, hey, like you always like, you know, turn the conversation into like yourself or something like that. I don't know. Like, I, and that there's just situations where I've had friendships where they this happened. Like, they just, they ended the friendship without me knowledge. Like, no one, they just blocked me, everything. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, then I found out they were calling me toxic. I'm like, how the fuck am I toxic? Like, I really don't know. And if you think I am, like, I want to know. I would like to know so I cannot be that thing. But really, they're the red flags who don't know how to communicate when they're upset um and not communicating your feelings and not doing that is a red flag within itself um I mean that's one thing that I think my roommate appreciates about me that she told me is that she doesn't feel like she has to be like passive aggressive around me she can just tell me and you know we can resolve things I'm like yeah I don't like it when you tiptoe around shit for me I rather you just be blunt direct and everything it may sting at first I mean I am still fucking human but it's I just rather work through the problem and address it right then and there than, you know, sit here and have to be fucking Carmen San Diego and figure out what the fuck, you know, is going on inside your head. Like, I am not a detective like that. And so, yeah, I've had friendships where I was just like, hey, like, you were expecting way too much out of this. And, like, you're honestly acting like a bitch in these certain moments. And, and, I'm no longer friends with people because they didn't think they didn't agree with that. They didn't see that even though I listed receipts and gave examples. I'm a fucking Virgo Mars. I'm always going to have receipts. Like if I'm going to address an issue, I'm going to bring receipts. (laughs) I'm going to back it up. That's why I make a great lawyer. But uh, yeah, like some people, they just, they can't look in a mirror. It's too hard for them to look in a mirror and um, self, be self-aware like that and work on better themselves. Some people, you know, can't be self-aware and acknowledge their red flags, but then, you know, like I said, they do nothing to change it and fix it because they think just acknowledging the red flags is them fixing it when it's not.
0: Yeah. I think you bring up a good point where, like, where, like a person has to be ready to accept that they are the red flag or that they have the red flags. Mm-hmm. Everybody has red flags. I'm sorry. everyone.
1: Everybody everyone. has red flags. If you think you don't, that's a red flag.
0: Like, no one's perfect. And I think, I think when you have a really solid, like, friend, whether that's, like, one or several, like, mm-hmm. when they – you're going to respond better to their, like, conversation about it. Like, you're going to respect what they have to say because – like, if there's somebody that you trust, like, if they tell you that you're doing something that isn't really serving anyone else, like, like you said, like, it's probably mm-hmm. going to upset you just because, like, you feel like you've done something wrong. But then at the same time, like, I hope would. And yeah. this person, like, this person's probably, like, waiting until, like, there's an argument
1: or some, or a conflict to bring it up, which is never the right case because no one's going to be receptive to any of no. that kind of stuff in that moment you need to have a separate dialogue to it when you're both in a neutral space and a neutral mm-hmm. mindset and can like have that conversation. I mean, you have to treat like you would a relationship. Like, you wouldn't say that shit in the middle. You know, of, I think you have daddy issues in the middle of a fight with you, your boyfriend.
0: Because, no, what the right. fuck is walls that gonna are do? Up, like, we're already like trying to fight back kind of thing. Like, you need to make sure that, like, like make it in a safe space make it a conversation make it something that you're like approaching them like as as like wanting to help them through this because i think if you attack them with the information it's not going to go well and yes. i think that's the issue is that like when the word confrontation is brought up in any kind of context because i think people just assume that okay, well, now I have to fight with them. Now I have to like attack this person. And it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a very, very simple, smooth conversation. It's just all about how you approach the situation. And like you said, like making sure that your environment feels safe, Mm -hmm. they feel safe. It's neutral. Like you don't have to go in with, well, you do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. There's so many ways that you can bring it up to where it doesn't feel like you're starting a fight. And I feel like that is Mm -hmm. why people are so Mm -hmm. scared of confrontation is because they just assume that It's going to end in a big old fallout. And it could very well. You never know how somebody's going to take something that you say. But at the same time, like if they're truly your friend and they truly care about what you think, like hopefully they will receive it in a way of like you're just trying to care for them and help them be the best version of themselves because you love them.
1: Yeah. And I think, I guess a good way to go about like dissecting and like trying to understand, okay, like what, what am I like looking for? How do I like observe them? uh how do i know what red flags are and i mean they're going to differ between different people but i think one thing is you know looking at to see like if your relationship with this person like feels one sided like if this if there's a one sided friendship i mean there's tons of times that's happened i think with everybody they go through that at least once in their life where they feel like they are like the one that cares more about the friendship because they're the one's always reaching out and uh i was friends with somebody who she never felt like she was anyone's best friend. And I, and she would make me like feel bad for that. And like, I'm like, I, you're not my best friend. One, you've met my best friend. It's Hannah. Uh, Um, second of all, I don't, I don't do everything with all my friends. Like if I did that, I God, that's, I would be so overwhelmed and just bored. I have friends for certain things. And I think that's where it works great because I'm able to dedicate certain time with those people and treasure them. And, you know, it's catering more to those people than it is anything else because, oh, we have this thing in common. Like, I just became friends with this girl, Savannah, and, like, she loves shopping. So I'm like, cool, like, this is the girl I'm going to go shopping with and, like, explore, like, and do things like that with who I can be bougie with. It doesn't mean I'm going to invite her over to have a right, fucking movie right. all the time like, you know, I have other friends for those certain things. And if you feel like it's not constantly like 50-50, like you are, and nothing ever is even 50-50. Let's just get that off the table too. But addressing it, because it may not be that it's one-sided. They may just, you know, need, have their own boundaries and, you know, they want their own downtime. And, just conveniently the time that you're reaching out to them they also have, might have thought about reaching out to you and so if you feel like that is the way it is it just be like you know hey like I would just I would I love talking to you I would just mean so much more to me if you would like reach out to me I love hanging out with you I would just I would just really wish that you would like ask me to hang out more and that's awkward yeah but I mean if it means that much to you to stay friends with this person just say it like the worst they can say is no and then you don't have that friend, right? Anymore. And like, That's, I
0: was gonna. Say, why yeah, why I was did gonna you want to stay like, in that friendship then? If it, you, if they're not gonna be your friend over that, then like, you just, you know, did yourself a huge favor because why did would you want to be a friend to somebody who doesn't want to like give you give you more or at least give you an equal amount? Um, Not saying that you have to, like, do everything for your friends all the time, but, like, you at least need to be able to, like, have that, like, equality as far as, like, who's reaching out or who's, you know, like, if they're having a bad day, like, checking in mm -hmm. on them and all kinds of stuff. Like, I'll randomly Venmo people $5 to go get coffee when they're having a bad day. And then I've had people do that to me, and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. Just ask them, like, hey, is there a particular reason? I feel like i am been reaching out to you a lot. It's like, and there any particular reason? Like, there could be very much a reason. Like, it's just easier to see what, like, it's just hard to coordinate around their schedule. So they'd rather you just reach out to them and then they can figure out that way. I don't know. Like, there's tons of different reasons somebody could be that way. Maybe they don't even realize that that's what's happening. They, they, they may truly not. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so just bringing it up is the only way you're going to be able to solve that. And if they make a big deal of it, did you really want them as a friend anyways? I mean, right. you would kind of be one-sided then like it's not a real friendship at that point. Um, I think also people who don't respect your boundaries. And I, this is one thing, <laughs> this is the one thing for me. I think with anybody who tries to be friends with me, picks up on very clearly on what my boundaries are and aren't. And sometimes I don't even need to communicate them because they kind of just pick it up instantly by like how little information i give s- certain people like or how i react and everything to certain things
0: but you're also really good about like explicitly saying your boundaries like like if you are like how you have a but lot i can't do pl- in a
1: fucking relationship though. right
0: right right <laughs> but like y- like if you're having a hard day you be like i don't have the mental capacity to do- talk about this right now like we'll we'll come back to this like at a later date. And like, you've done that to me before and I don't take it personally. I'm like, okay. And yeah. we've got a lot on our plate. We'll oh, circle back yeah. to this you when we've got, to... yeah. Like we talked about today. Like, um, I was like, what do you want to talk about? Cause my mind just, uh, we decide we're going to record. I'm like, well, what are we going to talk about? Cause I need a plan. Yeah. Like I need a plan like five hours yeah. before. And I know, and I
1: know you need a plan. And so I know that you need a plan and I'm just, but I'm like my mind, my mental capacity is completely right. booked right now because I'm still at work. Um and I was literally just like, I can't even think about that right yeah. now. Like I just I need to get my check my task list done and then I can feel like I can breathe and then I can give attention to exactly. that. Exactly. But like the thing, the thing is like sometimes with people, like you could just not reply and be like, I'll just reply later. Like when I have the mental capacity. But I know you and I know that you like a plan. And so I can't be that person for you right now. So but if you just give me a couple hours to finish my work, then I can give you my full undivided exactly. attention.
0: And kind of thing and like i'm so, try i yeah. try to realize that some also i keep forgetting that we're not on the same time <laughs> like Fair. like i like i remember but i don't like in the moment i'm like oh like yeah i'm not doing anything right now so of course emily's not doing anything right now you know like like i feel like sometimes <laughs> i forget that like oh well, sometimes like my days world at is, work are not as right, busy and like today today was not as yeah. busy for me and so i had like some like random like free time and so but I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, I'm I'm gonna do some brainstorming too. Of course I fell asleep on the couch because I feel like correct. It's fine. But um but yeah, so it's fine. But I think like if you're friends with somebody who isn't picking up on your boundaries, like it's okay to just explain them. Because I honestly think that some people just like have very, very good intentions, but they just are oblivious to like Boundary things. So, yeah. but anybody who's just like disrespecting them completely, then I think that's like another topic of conversation that needs to be had. Like, hey, like I've mentioned this before. Like, yeah. I don't feel like you're respecting this. Is there a reason why? Am I? Am, is like you know? There could be a reason why, or they just keep forgetting, or you know, whatever. But I think that setting your relationships is important. But I also think it's really important in friendships because, like, I mean, you and I have been friends. Yeah as long as i've known blaine but we have been friends consistently and so like well how, how long has it been like 11 years 12 years <laughs> i'm doing the math so like we've Eleven. literally grown. we've literally like do grown the math. together and we've been through so many stages of life and we st- yeah. and we still have to say decade like hey love
1: you yeah but <laughs> because I don't expect, I don't also expect, I don't expect my friends to remember all those little things
0: either. Like, right, or to like read your mind or yeah. like pick up on those like subtle, subtle things. We try not to be passive aggressive, but like mm-hmm. sometimes people are just passive aggressive and they don't even mean to be. And so, like, trying to find a nice way to explicitly lay out your boundaries. And even mm-hmm. if you have to remind them, like, it's just when they, like, are blatantly disrespecting you is when it's, like, okay, well, what, like, this is not good for my mental health or, like, mm-hmm. my time. And I don't know. I think boundaries is a big one that I think people in friendships forget to, like, establish. Yeah. So.
1: And I think it really gets complicated when, like, you mix, like, creative or career aspects in With that, um, again, for me, not a problem. I can still communicate all that to you um, because this is the thing. This is so weird. I'm noticing this about myself. The relationship I have with friends and boundaries is so interesting in comparison to how I am in relationships because friendships, okay, I set a boundary. I say something, I just establish what I'm thinking and I let you know how I'm feeling and where I feel like something's been crossed, I think okay. If I just say it, what's the worst that's gonna happen? They're not gonna like it, and then they're gonna be a fucking bitch to me. Okay, fine. Um, Then I really didn't want them in my life. But God forbid, I do it to a man. I was gonna say <laughs> the men. I say it to a man, and he doesn't want to be with me anymore. I'm oh like, oh no, 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 gonna... no,
0: no, no. I will. Because in I hindsight, take it back. like.
1: In hindsight, like, it it shouldn't as matter as much. It should, I should care more about how my friends react more to that kind of thing. And not, like, care more like I shouldn't say anything, but, like, you know, I should be careful in how I word things and take other people's feelings into consideration because sometimes I'm very aware that I can just be straight up blunt and just say how I feel. And, like, the other day with you, like, I had an issue with a friend and I was, like, does this wording sound gentle? Like I want to be gentle. Right. Because I don't want it to sound like I'm actually being mean or anything. Because I don't mean well. I just. I, I do mean well. I just don't like always know if my tone is coming across that
0: way. Right. Right. And then if you're like texting, then tones always get construed, like misconstrued.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's interesting that. I feel like you and I are the same in this and correct me if I'm incorrect, but like I care more about the way I talk about things with men because in the back of my mind it's this, okay, well you have, they have to like you and you, cause you have to build a, you have to build a family and you have to have a future and you have to do all these things. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like if I don't like them, I don't have to do those things. But I think there's that, like, there's that, like, yeah, um, I'm just
1: codependent.
0: (laughs) Well, that, but, like, there's that, like, it's almost like a different pressure when it comes to, like, a relationship versus a friendship. Like, like, like the stakes. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of times I and maybe other people will take friendships for granted in the sense that, like, they're not going to go anywhere. But like, if I were to say something like a man doesn't like, then okay, well he can just leave. But like a literal friend could just leave. So like, I don't know what wh- where my mind got misconstrued on that. But no, I I I, I get what you're saying though. I understand that. Like I feel the like, a lot of are, that way, like, like the like, stakes are the stakes are
1: lower with the friendship, basically. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's also like, you could get into family dynamics with that too, like. Um, how you treat, like, your family members as well. Like, well, you're my family. You're not going to go anywhere. It's like, okay, just because they are your mom or your sister or whatever doesn't mean that they should not be treated the same way. And I'm very much trying to be more conscious of that mm-hmm. myself. Because
0: it's like if you uh, yell at your mom, they're still going to love you. If you yell at your friend, they're probably still going to love you. just doesn't mean it's You nice. yell at a guy, he might be like, bye. <laughs> so, but, like, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's okay to do those things. And I think, um, I don't know. I just feel like, I'm trying to, like, be more present with how I react and respond to people because, like, I do – I notice, like, even with my dogs, I get really frustrated with them when they're acting, like, stupid. But I love them and, like, I eventually want to have my own kids and, like, I can't can't be quick to anger with my kids. Like, I'm, I really want to do, like, gentle parenting and, like, I really want to mm-hmm. do, like um, – like, how helping them express their emotions, because, like I'm a speech therapist, and that's like a huge part of my job. And I notice that I'm not quick I'm not quick mm-hmm. to anger in my job, but in my personal life, I am. And so I'm really trying hard to, like, like take a deeper look at those moments and figure out, like, okay, why am I so quick to anger? What is going on? Like, what is the root of this? And like kind of mm-hmm. starting there um, because I don't want to mm-hmm. be that way as a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's Mm -hmm. like a big thing for me. Um, and I don't know how that relates to what we're talking about, but yeah, I think. (laughs) No, I get that (laughs) though. I I see, I see, I see a through line. So I was going to go somewhere with it, but I totally lost track of my brain. No, you're good. But you're good. You're good. I think like with, with you, with the the kid thing with like your kids that pay you, um, it's probably because they pay you. Well, um, it's not. And, it has nothing to do with the money. It's the fact that I just have so much but patience no, like, for them. It's not. Well, like it's also
1: not your kid too. Right. So like you, whereas like it's your dog, so you feel like you, you can. Yeah,
0: react yeah. That way, yeah. the patience that I have for my clients is way different than the patience mm-hmm. I have for like the, like like if I if I had my own kid every day, all day, like all of these other parents do, I'm sure I would be like get frustrated and stuff because that's just being a human. Like you're going to get frustrated at people. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. Um,
1: but I think to go off of that too, uh, there's a lot of friendships where you bring these problems to the surface. Um, and They often will, like, dismiss your problems, but they expect you to understand theirs. So, like, you are their therapist in that sense. Like, you should be there to always, like, you know, listen to their problems, but if you want that reciprocated, you're not getting that, and that happens a lot of the times, and I know for me, as my friends therapist, like, I have to draw the line sometimes with friends where I just... Sometimes it's communicated. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's, I wish I could be there for you right now and help you with this issue. But like, you know, I just can't right now. Sometimes it's like, I'm just not going to reply to you. And to me at that very moment, it's a valid reaction because I, I, I am too far gone to even reply at this point that I cannot be that person for you right now like, love you, and I'm here for you, but, like, I not right now, you need to find somebody else to rely on, because I I cannot be the only person you solely rely on for these issues, and I know that that's something that I run into all the time, and, like, just straight up, like, yo, I feel for you, man, like, I'm here for you, but, like, right now, I'm not, like, I can be there for you in spirit, but, like, I need, I am dying myself, so, um, Please find another support system. Thank mm-hmm. you so so much. Um and if they don't take that well, they think that you're being like fucking selfish and shit, they're not a good friend. Like they're just not. And this is I that goes into relationships as well too and like family and shit. Like, no, like I'm not you don't be a fucking emotional dummy back for people. It was like yesterday. I felt like I felt bad because I kind of did that to you because like I like had this one random issue and I just like fucking like sent you like a novel text message about it and then you were trying to help me with it and I was like never mind, I don't want to talk about it <laughs> because I was just honestly, I was just like I just needed to like get it out there and I should have probably just journaled it instead. But like after I I typed it all out, I was like you're fucking stupid you're fucking like overthinking all this shit just shut the fuck up and then you're like let me help you and i'm like nah never mind i already (laughs) figured it out i've already figured it out that i'm fucking overthinking all this bullshit like you're like well what how do they say it i'm like like, no i forgot i forgot i didn't forget i was like i didn't forget i just realized after i typed it all you're a dumb bitch (laughs) so i was like Never mind. Why did I waste Hannah's you're time? Nev- with you're this never,
0: <laughs> you're never wasting my I know, time. I was low key hoping.
1: I was like, Shh. <laughs> I know. I was like low key hoping though that you had already fallen asleep and you would just wait in the morning and then just like ignore it and like continue on with a different conversation so we wouldn't have to bring it up. But it's fine. You, when like, the one have time I you addressed ever ignored <laughs>
0: your text? I don't respond know. to
1: them all. I don't know. Thank you.
0: No, I was you're hoping good. like this
1: one time we would, like just bypass it and be like, I know, because I almost texted you saying like, never mind. <laughs>
0: Hey, it's okay. If you need to just vent and me not respond, I can also do that. Just, it is cool. it is totally cool. fine. You can just be like, don't need a response, just venting.
1: Yeah, because it was just a situation of where I was like, I hadn't thought about, I hadn't put, wrote it down. I was like, you sound like a dumb bitch. Shut the fuck up. Just, all you need to do is write it down and you would have realized how stupid you, you sound and you're sound being stupid. fucking
0: paranoid. It's totally fine. <laughs>
1: But you know, like, and I try not to be that person sometimes. Where like I'm just like, um, like just go emotionally dumping. Like I usually will just text you first and be like, "Bitch" or "Hannah" or listen to this bullshit, and then wait for your reply, and then I know that you're there and like you're capable of hearing. It. Instead of just sending you like a novel
0: long. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, I just send the text, text or something. I just send it.
1: Oh, I I will read. I will and see that my thing is it's fine if you do that because then I know if I re- reply back like what, it'll take eons for you to reply back sometimes with the actual issue. So I just I'm fi- I'm fine if some if you were just to do that with me cuz I would just be I'll just reply eventually like when I have the time um to actually read it all, especially if I see that it's a long text like I don't have time right now. I'll reply in a second. Yeah. Um yeah. that's fine. Um uh, but with other people like I think the thing that I'm referring to is when um, they're like asking, like, you're usually just venting. That's what you're usually just doing. That's fine. It's with other people. It's they're asking for my advice. And typically when they're doing that, it is something that I've already given them advice on and I'm having to repeat the lesson. And it's like, I've already told you this once. I am not a teacher I'm I we I'm not gonna help you learn this lesson. I've already given you my two cents. Please go ask somebody else for their opinion because my opinion is not gonna change. It's not. I've you've already given me enough information, it's not gonna change unless you've revealed some piece of evidence that changes the entire verdict of what I'm thinking. Uh it's probably not. Yeah. It's probably not. So please, I told you what I think you should do. I'm here for you, I love you, but I I don't know what else to say. Like, at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At that point, they're not respecting the boundary of, like, you already giving them the advice, if that makes any sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: um, usually the people that do that, they they ask if they can get my advice first. So, like, I'm already opening that door. And it's like, yes, but, like, this one time, what's up? Because I know that once I open that door, you're going to keep coming back. more advice and it's fine i don't sometimes some i don't mind i don't mind doing it especially there's some moods you just have to like before i had a full-time job it was i had more space i had more time to absorb that energy and to take that on um between nine right now between nine and five i don't got time (laughs) unless like i just you just will know like i will tell you that's the thing that you can trust in that friendship with me is that i will tell you what i have space for and so and some people don't do that and so like you know they feel like i've shared something with you and i was going through and i felt really dismissed so like when you didn't respond like i would really love it if like we could talk about some stuff that's going on in my life just as much as we talk about stuff that's going on in your life like is that a, a possible and like if they if they say no you got to respect that and move
0: on yeah like yeah, that's true
1: like if you still like the person like maybe just don't go to that person for advice
0: that's true too. like that's where yeah. it goes
1: back to that's where it always goes back to like you know thinking your friends have to accumulate and like fulfill every possible need in your life they don't i do not go to every single one of my friends for advice because some of y'all some of y'all some of y'all go well, i would be dead if i took your advice y'all would have me fucking murdered I, so no, I'm not taking all my advice. And there are some people what I know, I know when I need their type of advice, I go to them. There are some people I don't ever go to for advice because I already know what your answer is gonna be. And I don't like that. And then there's, there's some people who are genuinely like, okay, I genuinely, I want your perspective on this specifically because I'm not going to anybody else for this. I'm going to you specifically because you know what I'm referencing to and I feel like you will help me the most with this Mm -hmm. and yeah i I, if i went to every person like i know if i need a decision made i'm not going to hannah no No i'm the
0: most indecisive human on the planet earth but also like i don't like to um tell the story that many times yeah like to be completely honest like i i have like two or three people that i normally will tell like what's going on and then i'm kind of like yeah I don't really care about y'all. I mean, I love y'all, but like, I don't really care yeah. what you have to say about it. Like, I'm gonna make a decision in the next five minutes, and I know you ain't gonna respond till tomorrow at like six p.m. So you are not <laughs> exactly. the person that I'm coming to. Love you, but like, exactly. you're a terrible texter, or you know, whatever. So I've got. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Like, I and I also don't really like people's advice because <laughs> I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do, and yeah. then I'm gonna complain about it later. Like that's just that's just me. Yeah. So, so pretty much, just, pretty much. But, like, I do think that there should be, like, a fair, like, um, you know, back and forth conversation. Like, being able to feel like you can bring your problems to the table as much as, like, another person does. Or, like, if you need to give more one day and they take take more or or you need to give less and they give more kind of thing. Like, there should be – it's very similar to, like, a relationship. There should be balance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because let me tell you right now, the people who are coming to me for advice, I'm not going to them for advice. Yeah, I've every anybody who come I know who routinely comes to me for advice because I know that they always value my honest opinion. I never go to them for advice. I go for them for comfort sometimes, but I never go to them for advice because I'm like, well, you're probably going to say some shit that I am already thinking because I gave you advice to begin with. Um, so no, I go to other people for that. So yeah. Like I don't think like you have to constantly like give advice to somebody who's giving you. Back. It's only if you want to, you know. Like you don't have to constantly tell your problems to every person. Yeah, it's only if that's you want to. True. I think also another key f- red flag is like people who just don't take responsibility for their mistakes or actions, and this isn't anything. I mean, this isn't any kind of relationship, platonic, romantic, it's whatever. So I'm um, sorry,
0: it is. It's just so like yeah. Like, just yeah. own up to it. Like, we all make mistakes. We're human. We all do things that we don't love. And it's okay. But, like, just own up to it. Please. Stop playing the victim. That's my yeah. That's my biggest yeah. pet peeve. Just yeah. because it wasn't your intent. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite quotes is, just because that wasn't your intent does not mean that wasn't Ooh, the impact.
0: That's spicy. So.
1: That's a good one. I don't know where the that's fuck I heard one. that at. Um, but. Yeah, I think that's something to keep in mind. Um so and I mean there's always other cl- just because you you don't get a choice whether or not you offended another person. That's
0: the one. Like yeah.
1: you don't get a say in whether or not you hurt you don't get a say in whether or not you hurt someone. And like if I if a friend came to me and told me that I hurt them or they were offended by something that I did, uh i i I would feel remorseful for that like i don't want people and so my at first thing is to always explain like what my like what if i did something like what i was thinking or like why i did it or something like that just to kind of give value to see that adds perspective to it to say that helps diffuse the situation but it still does not control how that person feels like i'm just trying to understand like this is what was going through my head so but like just in case that helps at all, but, like, sometimes it doesn't, and it's just when you, I, but still, I'm acknowledging, I'm still acknowledging that, like, I'm so sorry I hurt you, like, am i always gonna say, like, do that first, like, this is why, like, you know, I said, I didn't mean to say it like that, or, like, I, you know, I didn't mean to do that, or I should have talked to you before I did that, whatever it may be, like, you know, just acknowledging that you fucked up, can sometimes just go a long way with somebody like they don't need you to like sit there and like grovel for their forgiveness just say yo i fucked up man like and it lead up to them if they want to still be your friend but people i mean people who tell you who they are every single day you just gotta listen to them and if it's not always their words it's always their yeah, actions that's true and same, there's a line like unless you've seen them like do otherwise like actually take responsibility you have no reason to think that they're ever mm-hmm. going to like, don't brush it off. Like, if you've never seen them do that before with anybody else, don't assume that, that you're special and they're going to do it with you. And they're fucking treating Sally Jane like shit. They're probably going to treat you like shit, too. <laughs>
0: that's so true. I don't know who the
1: fuck Sally Jane is. <laughs> I love
0: that name combination. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. Like, putting them up on, like, a higher pedestal than they really are, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, especially yeah. if you've got like fucking Marissa and Sarah Beth coming up to you saying that like fucking Haley Joel is a bitch. I don't know why I have these names coming to me. These are some
0: <laughs> great names. Very creative. But like,
1: but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that's probably who this person is. And like, you may think you know different, but you gotta have a sit down conversation with them at that point mm-hmm. because it's not fair to anybody in this scenario. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, one hundred. And I think ultimately, like, if you just can't be yourself around them, like, well, like, who wants to have a friend that they feel like they have to be like on all the time? You know? No, like that's just no. that's exhausting.
1: Another thing for me is I just look at who my friends surround themselves with because that is who that, that is a your friends are a reflection of yourself. If that is who you are reflecting your energy off of, I don't want to be around that. Like, I don't want to be surrounded by that. First off, I don't tolerate negative people. Yeah, I have fucking dark humor and I can make, I can say some fucked up shit, but people who are just constantly on the defense or constantly just have a negative outlook on life, are constantly complaining or constantly just being a bitch, I'm not here for that. Like, I'm really not. And I will cut you off. And I see if you're friends with somebody like that, I'm not going to hang out with you as much.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the dra- it It's company, keep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to – like, if I say something shit and, like, you fucking have a negative reaction to it, I'm not going to fucking apologize for it. Like, it's just such a reflection of who you are. And it's just – that's the energy you are giving to. I don't want to also give to that. And I also don't want you to take from mine. Um but yeah, I, I to go back to like people you can't be yourself around, like if you're counseling them to people please like your friends like just to be liked and accepted by them because you want friends and like trust me, I've been there done that, had no friends growing up, like I understand. I understand um wanting that acceptance and everything, but it is so much more rewarding when like you don't have to worry about that. I am constantly the same person no matter who I am around. Like, I don't have alter egos or different personas or act a certain way when I'm around certain people. Like, I know I've been friends with some people who do that. And like, I just don't have the time and energy to give to that. And I, I've worked so hard to like who I am. I'm not going to change that for anybody else. I may dilute it for a boy because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, but for my friends,
0: like, I'm, I just, just too much work. Well, then you have to remember like what parts of you, you dilute and like, like there's just so much. Because that's, those are the parts you yeah, need to work so, on. Like, yeah. So like, there's just too much to keep up with. And also, like you said, like, it's exhausting to not, it's exhausting to like put on a show for people all the time. Um, and like, not, not saying that you like, have that to be so like much, negative just like, Nelly or whatever, but no. like. But, like, I did it so much growing up where, like,
1: I wanted to fit in so badly that I let someone else actively tell me who I was, how I should dress, how I should laugh, how I should act, who I should date, who I should hang out with, who I should text, who I... All of that. And it's just... No. Mm -hmm. Like, I lived that way for so long. Why the fuck am I going to let anybody else do that? Like, it's just just not going to happen. I worked so hard to really figure out who the hell I really am because there was for a while I was and this is one thing too with when people who have ADHD is masking and it's um pretending to be like everybody else in the room in a way um matching that person's energy acting like they are um in order to cover up how you are and a lot of people wear a mask um you don't have to have ADHD to wear a mask but you know what I mean like it's just common people who have ADHD so we can naturally fit in because most of our lives we didn't and we didn't know why and so we thought it to be easier to just assemble and just assimilate and act like everybody else in the room so you as to not draw attention to ourselves in a way and i would do that so often and it's just it's exhausting yeah it's very exhausting i rather just be my chaotic like self and you not like that because i that just makes it easier to know who i can and cannot trust like if you don't like it sorry yeah I'm not sorry. At yeah. the same time, yeah, like because then I'm just I'm just I'm putting it on the front, and when you've worn a mask for so long, you just don't want to do it anymore. Like I now I have masks for different things. Like I have a mask for how I am. Well, at yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Then how? Yeah,
0: things like that. But you don't want to be uh, friends with people who I don't want to have to wear that. I don't want to have exactly, to wear that work mask exactly twenty four seven. you to be one way when. You know, or like, if you were to like mm-hmm. take your mask off and then then be like, "Oh, who is this? Like, what? Like, that's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just too much, and it's just too much. Like, it just takes up too much mental space to have to worry about it." So,
1: mm-hmm. so I think all of this is to say, uh, when you identify a red flag, for the sake of your like own sanity, um, it's probably best to just cut it off. I mean, address it. Address it. Bring it up if you really value that friendship. But it's best to call that relationship when you identify the red flag. And there are so many wonderful people out there. There's so many awesome girls, guys, everyone out there who are healthy and ready to have a healthy friendship. Who are willing to accept you for who you are and respect you. And there's no need to hang on to a friendship no matter how many years it's been. Trust me. if I fucking turn to a bitch next day. I ain't gonna be friends with her. It will now be the gal guide. It'll be my it'll be my guide. I take full IP of this shit. Okay, I let's will change still be friends, all the passwords. I'm
0: planning to come visit you and um I'm gonna need to still have a friend in LA when I come visit. <laughs> If you're a bitch, no. (laughs) What about sometimes when I am?
1: (laughs) But like there are sometimes – Everybody's a bitch sometimes. It's okay. Um, (laughs) Yes. Yes. But yeah, like to all that to say, there are some friends that are worth fighting for. You know which ones are worth fighting for. I hope you do. Um, But don't let – oh, we've been friends for so many years. I was friends with a girl since I was three years old. And then we stopped being friends when I was around 23 Yep, because she was a fucking bitch to me.
0: Same goes in the relationship. Do you not be in a relationship just because you've yeah. been in it for five years. You listen to your gut because, yeah. like, you're pretty much always gonna be right.
1: Yeah. If you let, would you let Kyle treat you the way that the fucking Megan is treating Who you? Are Probably these not. It <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know a single fucking soul named Megan or Kyle. You're cracking me up. Um, <laughs> but truly, truly, <laughs> yeah. To that point, yeah. So, pay attention to the red flags you see and try to only let people in your life who display significantly more green flags stay. Let d- make sure the green flags outweigh the reds. That's uh, that's it for today. Hannah's There's green two flags two. outweigh her reds. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, A "Bitch, I hope she fucking well, says this."
0: <laughs> it's well, I'm Just kidding.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just that's kidding. Kidding. I love you. I'm <laughs> But yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm getting at. So I hope that you guys are able to acknowledge that and take it on
0: and um, yes. build better friendships. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next
1: journey.